we open a window or no? Because it's hot as shit in here. I'm dying. <laughs> Welcome to Crime Colts and Coffee, where we overheat. <laughs> I <laughs> like have every stroke. episode. My name's Kelsey, and I have heat stroke. <laughs> My name's Brennan, and I'll be complaining in the winter. <laughs> That's so accurate, though. <laughs> All so, right. let's get into it. Anything we want to talk about before we discuss our coffee review? Nothing happens to me. Same, not really. Let's just go to coffee. Okay. We're going to go straight into the coffee today because today's a longer episode anyway. Yeah. So, for today's coffee review, we are talking about Apocalypse Coffee Roasters. Yes. Their website, in case you're wondering, is apocalypsecoffee.com. Their graphics are fucking cool. They sent us lots of coffee. (laughs) And their Instagram handle is apocalypsecoffeeroasters, as I said before. Yes. So, do you want to talk about the one that we are going to be reviewing today? Yeah, first I will... Do you want me to say the little blurb? Yeah, why don't we talk about about them first? Okay, so first of all, they sent a little blurb to us in our inbox. So I'll read that first, and then Kelsey will talk a little more about their company. Yep. They said, we are family-owned. My brother and his wife and myself and my husband started this company. My brother and his wife ran a popular open mic coffee lounge music venue, which sounds fucking awesome, which they had to close during the lockdowns, and my husband and I are artists and designers, so we partnered up to help them rebrand and create Apocalypse Coffee Roasters. We have a brick and mortar and also sell our roasts online. So cute. So this is another little blurb from their actual About Me on their website. It says, we strive to make as little of an environmental impact as we possibly can with each purchase We will be supporting efforts within our local communities to restore and protect our precious ecosystems and natural habitats. So another Mm. environmentally friendly business. We get the best coffee roasters and coffee shops. We really do. Yeah, their graphics are really cool. Mm -hmm. As mentioned, they sell online and they have their shop. Their shop is located in Melbourne, Florida. Yes. On 454 North Harbor City Boulevard. And if you go on their website, if you're like one of the people that are like, I don't know what coffee I like or I don't know what kind would be best for me, they actually have a coffee quiz and you go through and answer like three or four questions about just different kinds of coffee styles that you may like or flavoring and they pair you at the end with two or three of co- of the coffees that they sell on their website for you to try. So I think that's a really cool way for people that haven't been in to taste the coffee to decide because you look on websites and you're like, how am I supposed to know what this tastes like? Yeah. No, so, that's awesome. I think that's really cool. And they also have really delicious looking food, just saying. Do they? Yeah. <laughs> it looks so good. Yeah. So the one we're reviewing today is called The Awakening. Um, and they have a little section on their website to talk a little bit about the, the specific coffee. This one has notes of deliciously fruity with hints of black cherry, strawberry jam, and a subtle cocoa. Mm. And it's, it says the origin is Honduras, and it's a light roast. Love it. We haven't had really any light roast no, now that I think about no, it. No, we typically get medium or dark. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, this All one, right. that's pretty crazy. We've never really had any. Yeah. Well, I really do like this coffee. Mm-hmm. I think I'm a, well, I've mentioned before, I'm a fan of medium flavors oh, and flavor. roasts. Mm-hmm. And I only have had one other coffee on our podcast that was, that had like notes of fruit, correct? 
We've had a couple blueberry-ish. I only remember the blueberry lightning. And then we had an Earl Grey one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As well. that, yeah. Yeah, this one I think is a little different. Let me take a sip. Yeah, and then just while she's sipping, I have a little blurb that they have underneath of this specific one called The Awakening. It says... Are you needing more wokeness in your routine? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Expose the flavor when you're experiencing the awakening light in bright notes accompanied by a hint of fruit, which immediately I smelled just in the bag. Um, I smelled the cherry notes. Yeah, I smelled the strawberry jam. So that's yeah. funny that obviously we smell differently. Yeah, <laughs> that was immediately. I was like, oh, this smells fruity and light, which is a perfect description that they have on their website. I really like this coffee. Yeah. A lot. Did you try it? No, not yet. As I've mentioned before, to describe coffees, I think it's a very smooth one. Mm. There's no bitterness whatsoever. You can really taste the fruit in it, though, but not in a bad way. Yeah, the fruit is exceptionally good in a coffee, Mm. I think. There is... So many five-star reviews on this specific <laughs> coffee on their website. But so remi- remember, good. we rate out of ten. So. Right. And it's not stars, it's coffee beans. Yeah. This literally says the best coffee ever. Best coffee I've ever tried. Wow. Well, I I think I more so taste the note of strawberry as well. Do you taste more so the cherry? I taste the, the cherry. Char- really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Especially, it's not, usually it's towards the end, but this one's in the beginning. Right in the beginning. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm tasting it in the beginning as well. Mm. I really like the coffee. Yeah, me too. I think it's something that I could see myself drinking, like, frequently. Yeah. No, I wouldn't get sick of it, even though it has a fruity note to it. Yeah, it's very subtle, but it's, like, it's almost like spring and summer coffee. Like, I feel like it would be good ice, too. Definitely good ice, since we're fucking sweating to death. Yeah, we're also... (laughs) Can I just say that it's, like, we're recording right now at 9.30. (laughs) We're drinking hot coffee, and it's probably 90 degrees in this room right now. Yeah, literally. No exaggeration. That's probably why I want the iced, but... Uh, And my voice, I feel like, sounds a little bit weird, and I think it's because it stormed before, Mm. and stirred stuff up. My allergies feel... Oh, yeah, probably. Like they're in an uproar right now. (laughs) It's the awakening. (laughs) I've been awoken. (laughs) I would probably give give this coffee... hmm, My coffee bean rating is going to be an 8.25. Mine's going to be an 8.5. <laughs> Pretty close. I thought yeah. I'd just throw in a little curveball there. Yeah, but thank you. We love you, Apocalypse Coffee. And again, you will be hearing from them in the future with our other um, ones that we're testing. Actually, I took the coffee quiz before we recorded, and one of the ones it suggested was one of the bags that they ended up gifting us. Ooh, I need to take mine and see what I get. Yeah, so I'm excited about that one. But this one was really, really good, and we really appreciate you guys. So thanks. Yeah, you ready? Yep. So grab your coffee. And have a morning with us. Hi, everyone. So for today's episode, we have a very special guest. We're so excited. So excited. (laughs) We can't contain ourselves. We have our medium, Laura Safaldi, with us. 
She is a medium, a medical intuitive, a criminal psychic, an animal communicator, and a life coach. Yeah, so welcome, Laura. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, and hello, everybody. We're so excited. We're deciding to switch it up a little bit, kind of give you guys something new, and a lot of people have said, because we've been going to Laura for years Years, now, Yeah. and a lot of people have said, like, wow, I, I... I listen to the recordings. We record. I listen to the recordings and I want to go to her. Because we mention you all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so so now we brought everybody Laura. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm excited. Yeah. So uh, Bryn had mentioned your titles and um, mm-hmm. we kind of just want to let you go on your own, talk about yeah. what you do, and then maybe break down the titles. We can we could do that as we go, though. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. So the first title, can you talk a little bit about your mediumship? So mediumship, uh, yeah, so basically um, medium means that I connect with those that have crossed or connect with spirit. And when I connect, I basically have all of my senses. So I basically can see, I can hear, I have my sense of smell, taste, I'm empathic, which means I feel. And um, I'm also a medical intuitive, Mm -hmm. which means I always tell everybody I'm not a doctor, I'm not here to diagnose you, I just see myself as a tool to help guide you to a medical professional. Right. Awesome. So, basically, awesome. in a nutshell. <laughs> awesome. So, what about an, an your animal communicator title? Animal communicator, or my children like to say that I'm Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> They're like, oh, you're Dr. Doolittle. I'm like, okay. Um, yeah, so animal communicator is just that. Just the same way that I see spirit, I see animals. So, they communicate with me, you know, in spirit. Cool. Um, also, animals that are still here, I could sort of... I don't know. I just, I just, I just get them. Like yeah. pick up just, on them. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. the best whenever we're in a reading and you're like, oh, there's a cat. <laughs> yeah, or, um, I have a really funny story really quick. If, yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Share. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> my, uh, my ex-husband, I remember years ago, we, uh, you know, he knows about my gift and everything. And a few years back we went to one of his friends or it was actually like, um, it was someone that he worked for worked with it was mm-hmm. well we were gonna have, go and have dinner with them so we we get to the house and we we go inside and they had a bunch of dogs I think she had like six or seven dogs it was the first time I was ever meeting them uh-huh. so I'm looking at the one dog and I'm going uh-huh and I'm talking and he's elbowing me like shut up <laughs> he's like don't do the thing and I'm like what I'm like there's a problem with the door he's like shh he's like, so we're sitting there nice and casual and I'm, I'm like hi he's like this is you know this is Laura I'm like nice to meet you and, he, and I'm looking at him like, I really want to just tell him about the dog, the thing. And he's Aww. like, don't do it. And then finally, eventually, I'm like, the dog right there. You know, there's a problem with the throat. And then <laughs> the, the woman looked at me and she goes, yeah, you know what? It's weird you said that because she's been having problems with the blah, blah, blah. Oh, my gosh. And then gosh. he just put his head in his hand. Like, oh, my god. He's gosh. like, you did the thing. He's, he's like, like, here she goes. He's like, here she goes. Oh, my god. I love it, though. That's amazing. Yeah. So do you want to get into questions? Yeah. Um, do you want to explain a little bit before we get into questions, mm-hmm. like how with your mediumship it works for you? Like just so our listeners can understand a little more in depth with that. Like you said, you you have all the senses in tune. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When it comes to like 
hearing spirit or communicating mm-hmm. with spirit how does that work for you do you see it in your mind's eye is it it's apparition more, yeah and it's more in my mind's eye but now it's going to sound a little contradicting because now i'm going to tell you that i sometimes mm-hmm. they'll actually show um, yeah they'll show themselves to me okay which i've been noticing a little bit more lately i don't know what's happening hmm. they've <laughs> been showing themselves and i'm like get out <laughs> not right now but years back i would have been petrified that the little boy yeah. in sixth sense with the oh, yeah. covers pulled up to my nose yeah eyes showing yeah but now i'm just like you're annoying just like just no it's not the time if, if it's if it's not during a reading of course yeah you know, if i'm in my room which is this is when they're mostly showing themselves and they're coming in i'm like please just oh go yeah. i want to sleep they're like we want to um, get cozy yeah. <laughs> but for the most part i set up boundaries mm-hmm. and you know i let them know and i say okay you know what i don't want to physically see you because it, it is a little startling at first yeah definitely know? and i don't want to physically hear anything so it's it's mainly in my mind's eye okay. okay so that's the way that i receive all my information and you do okay. set up your own boundaries so i said yeah for the most part yeah. there's some time you know depending you know i'm you know we're all human i'm human mm-hmm. and there's times where i'm exhausted and i'm tired and you know with the kids and this and that and i don't really set up those boundaries yeah. that day it's almost like something i have to do every day like ritually yeah, yeah i have okay. to do you just, it's almost like reminding them by the mm-hmm. way don't do this don't do that this yeah. is this this is that so okay so the second you don't do you get like a flood of people like oh my god finally <laughs> she's yeah. open <laughs> yeah sometimes yeah when i'm really tired like last night i was exhausted i ended up falling asleep i just you know i fell asleep early mm-hmm. and i was just i was getting poked and like i felt my covers moving oh my god like, oh gosh i'm like leave me alone <laughs> I'm tired. Like, I'm tired. <laughs> All right. I just wanted to, like, clarify that yeah. before we moved on. Yeah. But you want to start with the questions, Kelsey? Yeah. So how do you deal with non-believers or skeptics? Because we know they're out there, and we know that you've come in contact with them. Yeah. I mean, and, and you know what? I, res- I respect that. Everyone's, yeah. everyone's you know, entitled to their opinion, and, um, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, years ago, when I first embraced my gift, because I've had this gift since I was a little girl, but when right. I first embraced it, um, I, you know, at first when I would have somebody that was skeptical or somebody that was kind of going back at me, I would take it personally and mm-hmm. I would, you know, I would cry and mm-hmm. I would, you know, and it would kind of almost make me feel like why, you know, I shouldn't do this or maybe I'm doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. Or, and I had, I struggled with it for a while. Um, but you know, now I'm at a place where I'm, you know, I just sort of, I look at them and I'm like, you know what, it's okay. That's your, you know, that's, this is you know, how you see things, yeah. and that's okay, and I just, you know, I give the messages, and, and that's it. It is what and it is. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I don't take it personally, and that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah, right. I mean, that makes sense. I feel like, too, if they're coming to see you, the littlest yes. bit of them yes. must believe in it or yes. be curious right. about it. Yeah, right. 100% right. Yeah. Yep, 100%. That's true. So, with that, you know, there maybe there's a message in it. Right. You know, I had somebody actually hear... Was it yesterday? Yesterday. And he, you could tell he was a little, you know, mm-hmm. kind of giggly at messages. But then uh-huh. I ended up giving him a message that I could tell knocked his socks off. Uh-huh. Where he was like, and it's not an ego thing. I'm gonna no, no, no. Here. It has nothing to do yeah. with that. You know, I, I truly want people to, you know, the messages to resonate with them. Right. And to give right. them what they need. You know right. what I mean? Um, so I saw that he was just like taken aback. Like, oh my gosh. Like, how would you, this, this is crazy. That's yeah. what he kept saying. And for me, I was like, yes, because this is like it's real. real. It's real. <laughs> and I love it. Every time that happens, you're like so shocked. You're like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. <laughs> like, <what> a validation. <laughs> <laughs> so 
we kind of talked about how you see in mind's eye and you've yeah. been seeing like apparitions lately. So from your perspective, why do some people see spirit differently? Like how come some people see orbs and some people see apparition and some people get messages through mind's eye? Why do you think spirit shows themselves differently like that? I, I just think just just like I just think everybody's different. But yeah. I also think maybe um, and this is my opinion, of course, that right. our gifts evolve over time. Because I noticed, you know, I a couple years back, I had somebody asked me if I read objects. And mm. I'm like, I don't, I don't read objects. <laughs> like, I don't, you know. And she's yeah. like, well, can I bring the object? You know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, yeah, but I, I, I can't do that. You know, mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm like, all right. So I remember her coming and sitting down, and I remember in my mind, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. I never did this yeah. before. Yeah. I don't want to look like, you know, a fool or get the wrong messages or, you know what I mean? I, yeah. was, I was really nervous. Mm-hmm. So um, she handed me the object, and it wasn't something that you could make sense of. It wasn't like, you know, a pen or something. It was literally a piece of metal. Like you Oh my God. No idea. You <laughs> it wasn't not, like an heirloom it ring. It wasn't like an heirloom. No, it was nothing that you could make Piece of metal. Of. Like, oh, you know, it, which, you know what, looking back, I'm like, you know what, I'm happy because it was almost like a little, not a test for myself. Right. It was, it was good. You know, it gave me, it built up my confidence with right. my abilities. So, right. Anyway, um, she handed me this object, and I'm sweating. I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> and I covered it, and then I just started getting all these things. Wow. And I'm, like, and I'm like, I'm seeing this, and I'm getting names and places, and where it was in the room, and I was on the wall, and it was hanging in the kitchen, and the thing, the blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yes, yes, yes. And I was like, and it's this person. And she's like, yes. And I'm like. You're like, it worked. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, I can read objects. <laughs> I just feel as though that's kind of what happens with gifts. So I feel mm-hmm. like everyone maybe just develops at their own pace. And mm-hmm. I, that's just from my own experience. Right. Gotcha. With myself. You no, know? that's a perfect explanation, I yeah, think. I agree. Yeah. So when was your first experience communicating with spirit? And can you kind of like go over what happened? Yeah, so my first experience, well, first and foremost, I remember being four. And I remember um, seeing my own angels and Aww. being in my, you know, being in my bed. I had like a single, you know, a single bed. Yeah. I called it my Carol Lamb bed. I, I, <laughs> ironically, it's, I know it's, it's weird, but it's not, I guess. I loved Carol Lamb from Poltergeist. <laughs> I was obsessed with her. I was like, Carol Lamb from Poltergeist. I'm like, I want, I made my mother get me the bed. I had to wake her bed. Oh my God. So I had the Carol Lamb Poltergeist <laughs> bed. And I would, um, you know, I would see my own angels and I would tuck her it was it was a shade I would tuck her in oh that's so special I to her all the time but then um fast forward a few years after that my first recollection of you know actually connecting with spirit and I didn't understand it at the time my neighbor um they you know our landlord actually that lived next door um, their daughter passed away suddenly. She was oh, in a tragic no. car accident. Oh, no. And she was young. She was around, she, how old was she? she was 17 or 18 years old. I couldn't have been more than, oh gosh, I think I was seven. Seven wow. or eight, I think I was. I was, I, I was around the age of seven, I would probably mm-hmm. assume, because we moved from there by the time I was eight and nine. So it was around the age of seven. So anyway, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Um, so it was around the age of seven. I was... Um, I was in my bed. This was the night the the night before she I you know we had gotten the news. Mm. And I remember laying there and I remember seeing her stand at the bottom of my bed. 
Wow. And I heard her talking to me, and she kept saying, tell tell them I love them. And oh, my God. I can't remember verbatim exactly, but that was along the gist of what I was getting. But I remember feeling very scared and yeah. very like a little disoriented like why is her name was Susan mm-hmm. I was like why is she at the bottom of my bed I couldn't like, understand why she, it yeah so the next morning I remember coming downstairs and I my mom was in the kitchen I remember clear as day and my mom was there she was washing dishes and I remember the knock on the back door and it was um the son that I'm very close with Aww. he came in and he was crying and he said Susan Susan died last night Oh my and God. I remember looking at him, and I was just very confused. Like, no, like, she was in my she room. Was in my room yeah. Last night. Wow. How could she have passed away? And I just never understood it, and I never told anybody because yeah. I just that's I disorienting. Just, it was yeah. very, it was scary, disorienting, and I was very confused. So I kind of just like brushed it under the rug. Yeah. And I never really acknowledged it, but that was the first time. Wow. Yeah. That that must have been so intense though. Yeah. It was, you know, looking back and um looking back on it and you know, I made sense of it years and years and years later. But right. at the time I was just like, Okay, what's happening? Like, right. What am I seeing? And wow. You know, it was just it was a little it was confusing. Yeah. You know, especially being that young. I yeah. didn't understand. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So how did you hone in on and help your gift to evolve from where it started? Um, how did I hone in? Um, I would, you know what, I've been very blessed, um, you know, over the course of the last few years that I've been doing this, where I've just had other, you know, just people that have kind of just helped me understand my gift. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think, I think the main thing with, you know, with honing in on it, I, I think it's just mainly just confidence Mm -hmm. having the confidence and just understanding and not letting my ego kind of get get in the way yeah it's it's remaining humble and just understanding okay and I and I always make it a point even during my readings that you know if it's funny because people you know they'll look at me they're like you're telling me that because if someone says to me like yeah it's this person's birthday then later on it comes up and I ironically say it yeah and I'm like well that doesn't count because you said it already and yeah they're, they're like okay they're like it counts <laughs> but, you know but I'm saying because I'm, I'm acknowledging that they already had mentioned yeah. that so I don't want to you know what I right mean? So, like it wasn't being skewed by them saying yeah. it but yeah. you you want to acknowledge that yeah yeah it was yeah oh yeah can you talk about your near-death experience and what it was like after life on Earth? So, yeah. So, around the age of 18, um, I had a near-death experience. And um, my from what had happened was I remembered going into a room and there was a long line of people. And I remember everybody online, this is this is this is my experience right. now. Everybody online was talking about seeing Jesus and meeting Jesus. And um, for me, I was like, oh, I want to see Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I remember I cut the line. <laughs> I was like, I'm cutting the line. You're bad. And I'm cutting the line. And there was a woman at the front of the line, and I never saw her face. I only saw her silhouette, and I, I could tell she had a bun in her hair. And that was all I, I never really understood who she was or what she was doing, but she was at the head of the line. Needless to say, I got to the front and I said, I want to see Jesus now. Mm -hmm. And she said to me, no, it's not your time. Like, you know, you you can't. And I was like, but why? And I sat and I begged and I begged and I begged. And finally she said, okay, I'll let you see him, but only for a minute. 
So I remember looking down and there was almost like this, um, you know how outside has like stepping stones, like mm-hmm. in a garden or something, right. like a yeah. paving stepper stone. So there was one of those on the floor and she told me to step on it. She goes, go right here. And I said, okay. The best way I could describe this to anybody and, you know, it's, it's, it's a little hard to describe was the, is the best way to say it is that um, at the same time, it was like I saw pictures of every, it's it's like someone took a picture of every smile that I ever smiled my entire life up to that point. From but it, it went backwards from that from that age mm-hmm. until I was an infant, Aww. and they showed it to me in a, in a blink of an eye, and at the same time it was this bright white light that kind of engulfed this um, this memory. Wow. That's the best way to describe it, like a slideshow. Yeah. But it was it was so fa- it was like a blink of an eye, but I was able to process it. I wow. That's the best way. To wow. It's a little confusing to explain it, but that's the best way to describe it. Wow. Needless to say, like. Once all that was done, that was when I, you know, I stepped back and I was like in awe and I was like, oh my gosh, I want that more. I want more. I want to go back. I want it. And she's like, no. Yeah. She's like, I'm sorry. It's not your time. And long story short, I, you know, I ended up coming back. Like, wow. Wow. And how, so was, how long was that, that you, like when you had that experience, how long were you actually? I don't, I don't know. Wow. I think it was only like couple minutes wow that's intense it was like quick but since then you know I've had many readings where you know I've I guess you could say astro traveled or you know because I I you know I look at the perspective from the other person Mm -hmm. and I've gone to heaven and I've seen and I and I I have that understanding now so it's really that's like such an eye-opener, I feel. Yeah. I mean, we've seen shows where people have had near-death experiences and they're like, I came back to Earth and I didn't... E- well, not came back to Earth, but came back to life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know what to do with myself after that because of everything I knew beyond here. Right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, I remember you telling us that one time in a reading and it stuck with me for yeah. some reason. It was years ago and I was like, oh my God. Yeah, I think it was like one. towards when we first started yeah. coming to you. Individually. Yeah. 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 That's incredible. Yeah. So from your perspective then, do you think everyone experiences this the same or do you think everyone has kind of like their own experience with that? With like the stepping on the stone and having like seeing all your smile. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's different for everybody. I think think the main thing with going through a life review, it seems like it's, it's, this is what I've seen with anybody that has crossed. Wow. I feel like that's, like yeah, that's part simple. of it. That's part of it. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's incredible. Wow. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Do you think your near death experience opened up your gift more? Um, I think that in some way, yeah, I yeah. do. Yeah, in some ways. Yeah, I do. I do believe that. Yeah. 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 I mean, going through something like that had to have, like, you know, opened up, and now you have that perspective. Yeah, I think it gave me a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yes. Do you have experience with entities or spirit that aren't coming from a good place? And if so, what specific protective or grounding do you use to keep yourself safe? So, yeah. So I definitely have come across negative energies. Um, you know, I don't know if you know, but I, or you do know. Mm-hmm. I've done paranormal things like right. that. It's more, I know it sounds silly, but it's more for fun. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's like, <laughs> like your It makes sense. Yeah. Most people will go like, oh, we went for a bike ride. I'm like, I went to a haunted house. <laughs> I went to, 
you know, we're just joking around. I'm, I'm going to uh, this hotel in two weeks, and it's supposed to be the most haunted in the country. Oh, my really? God. I'm so but jealous. Like, people are like, oh, you know, this is the most haunted place. I sleep all night. I'm like, that's great. Where is it? I'm going. Like, Can you say which no, hotel it is? Exactly. Uh, 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 I'm Probably not. not. To, we're not supposed to. Okay. Um, that's okay. Don't say it. Because yeah. I was just asking because we've done yeah. haunted places, and we have done a couple of haunted hotels. Yeah. yeah this one is really, really, really haunted. Really? Like, and you're going in a couple of weeks? I'm going in two weeks. The July 9th to the 11th, I'm going. Oh, wow. my God. Oh, you're you're sleeping over there? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so excited. You're going to have to let us know what happens. Yeah, I want an update on that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Laura's favorite pastime is <laughs> ghost hunting. <Right. laughs> Do you have any specific, like, strange experiences that have happened to you that you can recall that you want to talk about? Oh, my gosh. I have so many. Yeah, I know. I, I bet. <laughs> I don't even know. Um, let me try to think. Strange. Uh, Our listeners will love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't really know if this is appropriate, but um, I don't want to upset anybody. But um, the, um, what was it? What was that shooting? Was it in Vegas? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was that music festival. Yeah, that was Vegas. It was a country the, uh, Yes, that... Um, the night before that had happened, I think it was a Sunday or a Saturday night, I had gone out with a bunch, you know, couples. We all went out. We went to, um, they were having a, um, like a freestyle thing. I don't go to clubs. I don't do any of that stuff. I'm too old for that stuff. But they were having some kind of freestyle thing. So a bunch of, you know, like I said, couples, you know, I went with my husband at the time and like a bunch of other people, we all went together and we were there, and I remember it was like one in the morning, and I remember you know we were all dancing. It was like little Susie was on, and, <laughs> and I remember I just stopped dead in my tracks. And this is how you know when I was talking about before. Sometimes messages just like come, yeah, come yeah. through, and I just stopped and I was like, "There's gonna be a mass shooting at a festival, I like music, and I'm seeing oh music." Oh my god! And I'm like, and now I'm thinking now. I was a little disoriented and confused. Sometimes when things like that just come in, I'm trying to decipher, okay, is it going to be here? Right. Yeah. Oh, God. Where is this happening? So now I'm hearing, like, that it's going to be music and people shooting. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, what's happening? And I couldn't figure it out. And then I remember I told my friend, and I was like, Vicky. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, there's going to be a shooting. She's like, here? And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) So all my friends were, like, freaking out. They're like, do we leave? Do we go? Needless, like, long story short, we ended up, you know, we stayed, and then um, that was all fine, and then the next day, I heard about it, and it ended up happening, and I was like, oh my gosh, it happened, and that's what it was. Well, what ended up happening after that, um, with my, my, um, I know we're talking about that later, the car aspect, but I get a lot of music and a lot of songs, Mm -hmm. and when I was sleeping two nights after... I remember waking up and I kept hearing that song. I think it's by Bon Jovi. That song, Blaze of Glory. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't think. You know, we were, I'm going down in a blaze. I'm hearing mm-hmm. that song. And I opened my eyes and I saw a silhouette at the bottom of my bed. And I could tell it was a black oh, silhouette, God, which yeah. means it's negative energy. Oh, my God. And it was the, the person that did that. <gasps> it was the shooter. And he was literally at the foot of my bed for, I would say, a good week. Oh, my God. And I was like, you need That's to horrifying. You need to go away. Why so was that, he coming, like, to you? I don't know. Wow. I guess because I was picking up on the incident. Uh-huh, and then yeah. he was coming, and I was like, you need to, I was like, you need to go away. He knew oh there was, God. like, an opening there. He was literally there. at the, it was, it was... 
that was like a creepy thing for yeah. me. Oh my yeah. God. Especially with the dark energy that he had <sighs> standing at the foot of my bed and he was this really tall guy oh and I God. just saw this black mass and it was just yeah that's terrifying that's that's actually horrifying yeah oh my god but um sorry i told you like a no 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 that's so um, interesting though but another one really quick yeah yeah. um in your the examples right Mm -hmm. um another one i had a woman i had two women come in it was a mother and a daughter this was actually really nice um they came in for a reading and the mother was just having i'm not going to go into detail because it's personal but Mm -hmm. she was having some issues with really accepting the messages it was from her father and there was some Mm -hmm. closure that was needed and long story short um the father just kept saying please you have to you know um you have to you know you have to believe me you have to this you have to that like basically saying like forgive me and she was having a hard time accepting the messages and she kept going no and even the daughter was there like with her arm around her and she's going mom please listen he's he's giving you all these i mean validations that you really just i mean you know the 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 green lollipop in the left drawer yeah very i mean just so like specific detailed but it's just something that she just she couldn't let go of. She just had it was a lot of trauma there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, I was I, I was sitting with them for a long time, and the girl had her phone on the couch at the one end. Now I'm sitting across from them naturally. You know, mm-hmm. you know we're sitting on two separate couches. So she had her phone on the one end, and the woman and the daughter were just you know maybe like a foot or two away from the phone, and she was gathered on the edge of the couch, and she was hugging her, and she was like, "Mom, please listen." And I just kept saying, I'm like, no, please, like, you know, he's trying and this and that, given the validations. And then out of nowhere, the girl's phone spoke. It was Siri. And it said, it's all true. Oh, Oh my God. God. Yeah. I literally, I stopped, my jaw hit the floor. The mother stopped crying instantly. And she looked and we all looked at the phone. And the the girl picked up the phone and she turned it towards me and it said it it's all true i was like oh my god oh my, how me that was that was something that reading was years ago and i never forgot that reading. wow i never shit. ever forgot. that was something that was like knock your socks off yeah like, there's no we there's i never no denying it, it was not like it was re- repeat it, i did not use those wording i didn't that yeah. wording i did not say it's all true i never said that i was more so just giving validations and like right i was i was pleading with her so nobody said that word or those that for it to know. even like siri to pick up on it even, no, wow no and that was the words and i was just like oh my gosh yeah. like if you want a solid validation i mean yeah that probably would have had a heart attack <laughs> oh my god yeah. but it was, that was that was an amazing one and spirit forgot. is able to come through technology like that and, oh yeah. yeah oh yeah that's that so tangible though that it's like yeah. That had to have been like a wake up call for her. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Did wow. she let her guard down a little bit after, after that? After that, she accepted it. Wow. Um, That's I what saw, she needed. I saw her whole demeanor change, Aww. and she was at peace. I could wow. tell. That's amazing. And I was, I was so happy. Yeah, I was like, incredible. oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. I was, I was really, happy really helped for her. her. Wow. I was, I was really happy for Aww. her. So we, you kind of covered this, but if there's any other impactful validations while communicating with spirit. With a client, I mean, I get that that was just an example, but if you yeah. have any other ones, um, what was another? I'm trying to. Oh goodness, <laughs> I had the one where the woman, um, I, her father was coming through and said he was going to give her three pennies, but it was going to be through her son, 
I think I posted that on my on my page. Um, yeah, that sounds familiar. And, yeah, mm-hmm. he said he was going to give her three pennies, and that later on that day, the son came up to her randomly. I think they were in Michael's or something, and he handed her. He goes, look, Mommy. <gasps> and he handed her three, three and he pennies. He opened his hand, and it was three pennies. Oh, was, my God. Something like that. Um, yeah, just... It's, yeah. I can't really. I can't yeah, really can't no, that's okay. That, yeah. It's okay. If you yeah. think any of any, we can come back to it. I mean, even fun. our personal experience, you've done readings for us multiple yeah. times, like we've said. You said. Oh my God, the last one. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll talk about that one. <laughs> so, in we were doing the reading, and prior, you had obviously no knowledge. I was in the car by myself, driving home from work, and we were sitting in the reading, and you're like, your mom's here. She's saying hi. She loves you. And then she's like, did you just smell her perfume? I was like, holy shit, on the car ride here, it was her perfume. She had a specific perfume, and I smelt it in my car for like five seconds, and then it was gone. And it was Red Door. I've never smelled it since she passed. And then we came here that night, and I was like, oh, my God. It's such a good validation. Mm -hmm. I like that. It's crazy. And then the same same reading, um, I was at the bank before I came to you, and in the car, I was saying out loud to my friend that passed away, like, please come through. I haven't oh, heard yeah. from you in a while. Um, I really need to hear from you. And all of a sudden, that song, I'll Be Missing You, started playing on my radio. And I was like, I know this is you. And I, I said, long shot, but if this is you playing this song right now, bring this song up in the reading tonight. And then I came to you. And then you brought him up, and then later on you're like, he's playing me a song. You're like, I can't really think of it. And you started singing the words to I'll Be Missing You, and I was like, like, oh, my God. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that was, like, such an amazing validation because I knew, like, he was in the car with me at that moment. You know what? Now that you're saying this, I do remember one – I remember another um, validation. Mm -hmm. Um, This was with one of my cases – um, I'm not, I can't, I know you yeah, want to talk yeah, about yeah. that later, but that's okay. Um, this was a girl that was in a coma and, um, the family members, she was in ICU, so nobody could really get in by her, but I was connecting with her the entire time. So wow. I connected people in comas. So I was connecting with her and I was telling them or the family members and friends and so on and so forth, things that she would tell me like the one day. Um, I called up the one family member and I said, oh, I said, I'm not going to say her name, but Mm -hmm. she's coming to me and she said that you spilled coffee today on the chair in the room. And she goes, oh my God, yes, I spilled coffee on the chair in the room. And I'm like, another time, you know, another thing I said, oh, you put, you know, sauce on her lip and she tasted it. Or basically she was sort of explaining how her senses were all still there and she knew what was happening. But the, but the biggest uh, wow validation was um, I felt the need to call up one of her friends whom I, I knew I was communicating with as well. Her name was Anna. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So her friend actually said, if Laura could hear you. Well, uh, let me backtrack. Yeah. When I was in my kitchen and I was making pancakes for the kids and um, all of a sudden I saw her and she kept saying to me, Anna Banana. And she kept saying this over and over. She's like, Anna Banana, Anna Banana. And I'm like, why are you saying that? She's like, tell so-and-so Anna Banana. And I'm like, okay. So I called up the girl and I said, listen. I said, she has a message for you. I said, she wants me to tell you Anna Banana. Wow. You could hear a pin drop on the phone. She goes, Laura? And I go, yeah. She goes, stop. And I was like, what? (gasps) She goes, last night when I left the hospital, she goes, I went over and I whispered in her ear, 
If you really talk to Laura, <gasps> oh, tell her oh Anna God. Banana. Oh my God. I'm like getting teary eyed. Yeah. She's oh, like, oh shit. If you really could hear me and you're really there and you really talk to Laura, she's like, tell her Anna Banana. And she whispered oh it, God. she said in her ear. She said, I cannot believe that you're telling me this right now. So I think that was another... That like, had to have given like, her so much peace. And, yeah. Wow. I mean, it was things like that. I mean, even going forward, I would say, you rubbed her feet today, and you, you know, she's Aww. thanking you. She's like, I just left, and I was massaging her feet before I left. Oh, my so, God. Yeah. Wow. So. That's amazing. So another question, and this is also from your perspective... How does it work with reincarnation? So, for example, in the past, you had told us that my mom's horse, Phoenix, yeah. part of his soul is now in her dog, Indy. Yeah. So, like, how does that whole thing work? So, for me, I'm still figuring that out myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm still trying to understand it. Um, but from my perspective and what I feel, I'm just starting to understand that you know, I always tell everybody, first and foremost, when I'm explaining past lives, and this is my understanding, again, and how I explain it to people, right, right. you know, we have lessons we need to learn, you know, in this lifetime, mm-hmm. and you can't possibly learn all the lessons you need to learn in one life, right? right. So, just like in school, mm-hmm. right, you can't learn all the lessons you need to learn in one grade, you have to go through multiple grades, mm-hmm. but then each grade is building, so you learn, like, the, you know, a foundation of lessons in the first grade, then you go on to the second grade, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So, um, with reincarnation, I feel like, you know, it's, it's, that's how it is. I right. feel like you're just going on to the next, and Stepping, then, yeah. for, and I, and this, maybe I can't even fully explain why, you know, you get half of, like, part of you goes there. I just... My opinion, and again, this is my opinion, I'm right. learning, I just feel like there's a piece of you that always stays on the other side. Wow. Okay. I feel like it's only, because we're energy, so I feel right. like it's, it's, you know, part of us always stays there, and then, you know, you kind of That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I think that does make sense. That's yeah. the best way I can kind of describe it, but yeah. again, and then, like I said, again, I'm still kind of learning as I right. Mm-hmm. right, and you've said before, you don't specialize in past life no. regression, that's just mm-hmm. not one of the areas that you focus no. in. But how, like, if you're getting information from spirit, how can you tell, or is it just a feeling that's there, that they're in, oh, this is their first life, this is, they're, they're older, this is their, you know, this is another life for them? I don't, it just, how do I tell? I just feel like it just it's comes just there. to me as information. Yeah. Like, I just look at someone and I'm like, oh my God, you were a Greek princess. Like, I just look <laughs> at them and I'm like, and you were this. And then it just kind of all pulls together, especially... You know, with even with their, you know, their lessons in this life. And I'm like, oh, I see that you're really struggling. And a lot of times I'll say, this isn't this life. This is residual stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. you had a great childhood. And just like psychology, you always look back to the childhood. Right. And Mm -hmm. try to give understanding as to why a person is the way that they are. Right. I feel like it's, it's, that's my psychic perspective. So I'm like, okay, you had a great childhood. There was nothing that kind of sticks out. So this is a past life thing. So in your most recent past life, I just did this yesterday. I had somebody, and I was like, this has nothing to do with this life. I'm like, it's a past life, and, you know, you had a lot of loss, and this person, you know, died, and then this is your guilt, and you couldn't save them, and then they brought it into this life, yeah. and now, blah, 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 and it's kind of like... It does put things together for people that are, like, wondering, like, what well, has gone like wrong yeah, yeah. in my well, life? Well, you know, you'll find this interesting. So this made sense for even me, you know, understanding past lives. 
So I had this thing with choking since I was a little girl. I had a phobia of choking or my throat closing. I mean, I was so dramatic. My parents would get so annoyed with me. (laughs) I would literally throw myself on the floor when I had a sore throat. I'm like, I'm dying. (laughs) My throat's going to close. My father would just step over me like, get up. I'm dramatic. And I'm like, I'm dying. You don't understand. And I just, I had this thing. So even as I got older, my 20s, my 30s, I would, you know, I would be afraid, like, am I going to choke on this food? Or, yeah. oh, my gosh, am I not going to be able to breathe? And I even asked my mom at one point, I'm like, did I have something traumatic happen? Mm-hmm. Like, did my throat close? And yeah. she's like, Laura, nothing ever happened. <laughs> so I couldn't make sense of it. So years back, I had gone to a past life regression person. Mm-hmm. And I come to find out through, like, her kind of putting me through hypnosis. And then I saw right. myself. Mm-hmm. I realized that I was strangled. <gasps> I was actually murdered. I was strangled. What? So now this kind of, it's like a case. You need to tell us who you were so we can cover that case. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't even understand. I was one of the Boston Stranglers. Um, I was the final victim. Shut Listen up. to this. I described myself to a T. I said, I have pearls on. I said, my name is XYZ. I can't think right now. Who yeah. I'm like, this was this. When I looked at her photo, she had pearls around her neck. And when I looked in her eyes, I'm like, that's, that's me. me. I, you could see me in her eyes. Okay. Oh, the, my God. We're doing listeners, that. Listeners, the case that we're releasing <laughs> after this episode is the Boston <laughs> Strangler. Yeah. <laughs> Holy so, shit. Isn't that cool? But wait, this is the best part. So I was actually the final victim that helped capture him. And the best part about it even more, like, oh fast forward to <laughs> Holy shit. I had to be a victim in order to do what I'm doing now. I had to see it from that perspective. Wow. So that's what I'm doing. That's why I'm a criminal psychic. Wow. It all comes, like, full circle. Yeah, it's full circle. It's part of your evolution. Yeah. It's part of my evolution. And that goes back to past life and... Wow. Sort of I never process. knew that about you. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I mean, wow. Know, is, that's like incredible. Yeah. I know. I told a couple people, they're like, don't tell anyone that. They'll think you're crazy. No, <laughs> no we fully, like, fully believe. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Holy so, shit. Isn't that cool? Wow. Yeah. I was doing that actually with my daughter the one day, my middle one, mm-hmm. Gianna. We're sitting at the dinner table. This is like a normal. You know, dinner time dinner conversation. Time, a house full of psychic mediums. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So we're all at the dinner table and we're all like chit chatting. And my daughter goes, Mom, she's like, Do the thing. What was I in a past life? Do the thing. And I was like, I was like, hmm. I was like, Your name was um, Emily Hart or something because I was hearing uh, Air Hart. But I'm like, No, you weren't Air Hart. And I was getting, and finally I got the That's name good. put together. And I said to her, I was like, you were on the Titanic. And I was like, you were a little girl. I'm like, and you were holding a teddy bear and this and that. And I started telling her all this stuff. Well, needless to say, we ended up looking it up. Oh, my God. And we found this little girl, and she was on the Titanic, and she was holding a teddy bear. And when I looked, the same thing, when I looked into her eyes, I saw my daughter. Oh, my God. And I was like, Gigi, I'm like, that's you. She's like, this is so cool. Sabrina's like, who am I? We're doing it. Yeah, it's fun. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, the one time you had actually brought up now that we're like talking about past life regression, you brought up when we brought my brother Carson here. Yeah. That mm-hmm. me and him have a shared soul. And I've always referred to him as boy me. Swear. Like that's how yeah. I refer to him to everyone. I'm like, he's literally me yeah. as a boy. Mm-hmm. And you asked both of us, do you guys have a fear of water or tight spaces? And both, both. of us <laughs> do, which we had found, like, 
I didn't. I never knew he had those fears till what the week before. Yeah, we were and talking you, about it. Yeah, and you were like, "Oh my God, Brynn, you have those fears too." And I'm like, "Wait, Carson does?" And she's like, "Yeah." And then you had said to him here, you saw. You're like, "Do you have a fear of wells as well?" Because I see you in a like something with a well in mm-hmm. your past life, which would make sense with tight spaces and water. In, a, in water, yeah. And then the last reading that I did at my friend's studio with you you at you said that there's a well something with a well on our property huh and i was like that is so weird that this is being brought up again but yeah yeah, like i've always thought to myself like i love water but i'm so afraid of drowning and i've always said like it has to be something in my past life because there's no rhyme or reason for it and then you had said that and i'm like okay yeah that's exactly what it is yeah that's just it's it's so crazy how everything comes full circle yeah and it like makes sense after you think about it yeah wow what is your favorite or least favorite thing about being a medium and psychic oh okay so you want to know both yeah my favorite and my least favorite yeah my favorite thing about being a medium i'll do that one first okay um is just the idea that i can help you know give um give a voice to those who can't you know, can't speak for themselves. I always say that. Yeah. Or to even help families um, just find that closure, just with anything. Mm-hmm. Just you know, just that healing process. I'm I'm very that, that I'm very um, I feel very blessed, and it's just something that um, it's it's just it's my purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I love I love that. So my least favorite <laughs> is definitely being empathic. Mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. First, being empathic is definitely hard because I pick up everybody, you know, everyone's emotions. Mm-hmm. So I, I sort of take them on. So if I'm in a store and somebody's in like aggravated, I just had it recently. I had a guy behind me that he was, I guess he was in a really bad mood. I was so happy that I woke up that morning. I was like, you know, <laughs> I'm in the life. store. I think it was in, where was I? Marshall? I forgot where I was. I was somewhere, but I was shopping and I was happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and I just started feeling this really overwhelming, like really just aggravated and mad. And I'm like, oh God, and I knew it wasn't mine. I looked behind me, I was like, oh, it's his. Mm-hmm. So I guess that is. And then on a flip side, there are also, you know, I don't know how I could even say this, but um, it's, I could feel the eye roll when someone doesn't mm. like me. It's almost like I'd rather, there's sometimes where I'd rather just be oblivious and right, not, not know, know that somebody likes me. Mm-hmm. But because you, you pick up on everything, you know. I pick you up know? on it. Yeah. There's, some, there's sometimes where I'm like, it's none of my business. I don't want to know that <laughs> don't like me. I want to just, I just want to pretend like, you know, I, I just, like, okay, great. And right. I just, I, I think that's the only thing yeah. that I just don't like about my gifts. No, that makes sense. Like the deeply intuitive yeah, side. Yeah, you know, if someone doesn't like me, then that's you know that's on then that's them. They're entitled. Not right. Everyone's gonna like me, and that's fine. But it but you knowing me. it, mm-hmm. right? And it upsets me, and it makes me uncomfortable. And then I start thinking, why don't they like me? What am I doing? Am I mm-hmm. doing something wrong? And that's something I have to work on. You yeah. know, with myself. You know, it's a little bit of the people pleaser in me. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's it makes sense a, though. It's definitely yeah. a downfall. Yeah, you know, downside, should I yeah. say. I could see that. So um, how do you hone in on one spirit during a group reading when there are multiple spirits in the room? Okay, so this I'm, I'm, I'm needing practice with. <laughs> like I, 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 have, I have a hard time. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, how does she do this? And how do you like <laughs> stay focused on, on that And know person. it's coming from this one 
person. I, you know, lately I have been literally, I put like a wall up and I just surround me and that person. I almost Mm -hmm. like block us in. Okay. And I'm like, okay, nobody else can, can talk. That's sort of what I've been doing lately. Okay. It's, that's definitely like a work in progress. Yeah. I have, I have a little bit of a hard time with that. Well, especially in a group breeding, I feel like you probably have hundreds of spirits. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely a lot of work. It's a lot, a lot of work. Wow. For me, it is anyway. Yeah. You know, I'm sure there's other people out there that have been doing it for a super long time, or they, maybe they have their own method of doing it. But for me, it's, it's right again. Lot. Everyone's yeah. different. Yeah. Everyone's going to experience it yeah. differently. I don't put that pressure on myself. Yeah. I'm just like you know, and I tell everybody, I'm like, listen, I'm like, I always give the analogy of a school teacher in front of an unruly classroom when mm-hmm. everyone's yelling at me at the same time. <laughs> that's my comment. That's what I. That's my spiel. I always mm-hmm. tell everybody just yeah. to kind of give them the heads up. I'm like, listen, I'm going to be jumpy, and I'm like, you know go one area and go back to the other and that's just kind of mm-hmm. how it is that's how it, it happens so i try but i do try are yeah. you like also asking them questions as you're yeah. going along like yep. elaborate more yes. kind of thing yeah okay I'm talking to them yeah that makes yeah. sense but then there's times where you know they you know you have some that talk over you and then they're mm. you know and they're just like you can't you have to wait your turn and then it's just <laughs> personality I have, I have a really funny story and i don't I, i'm not I don't want to seem like I'm telling people. I, you know, I'm not going to really disclose who it was. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it was just a funny situation that happened yesterday. I did a reading. It was like a little group reading, mm-hmm. and uh, the grandfather figure that was coming through, he was his Sedaro. <laughs> he kept dancing and dancing in the corner. I forgot Aww. what he was dancing to. He was dancing to something like funny. It, it was like. Um, <laughs> Like staying alive or something, <laughs> something funny. Like oh, oh. he was doing that, and he's dancing around. And then the other grandfather figure came through, and when he connected with the son that was here, um, no, his brother. I'm sorry, the other grandfather and his brother was here. Mm-hmm. So the brother, he turned around and he looked at the brother, and he goes, he goes, yeah, he goes, hi. He goes, I just want to say hi. He goes, I'm here because the brother said, he goes, oh, he goes, my, you know, he's not coming through. Uh-huh. So he goes, I'm here. He goes, I'm watching this idiot. <laughs> and I'm like, you want me to give that message? I'm like, I don't want to give that message. So I said, I go, listen, I go, don't shoot the messenger. I'm like, this is what your brother's saying. This is what the other grandfather's saying. I'm like, and they all started his step. They're like, that's exactly what he would have said. Oh, my God. Like, watching the idiot. And, like, and then he said to him, too, he's like, he goes, you think you have a bad? He goes, think about how I feel. You don't see what I'm seeing. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. But that's like, so when I have group readings like that, it's mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. You know, it's good because then they're kind of. Because there's like know. their personality comes through yeah. as well. Personality. That's awesome. I've already had it where. They were, they had it up like on the, like a board, like it was a game. Like, oh, oh I got one validation. Did you get one too? <laughs> oh my God. It was a competition. <laughs> Between like, spirit. They had, yeah, they had like tallies, like, oh, I got one. And then the other one's like, she'll get mine. And I'll do better. And I'm like, now they're like oh competing again. Yeah. I've seen everything. It's, it's That's funny. actually hysterical. Yeah. That is really yeah. hilarious. Are you able to communicate with your loved ones that have passed whenever you feel like you need to? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah, I do. All the time. Um, This is more so. I just, I guess I'm at that point in my life now where I just really embrace my gift fully. And I'm just, Mm -hmm. you know, whereas before, it was a little bit uncomfortable, you know. Even Mm -hmm. when I I noticed that when I would tell people, like, you know, when they'd say, oh, what do you do? Or, you know, I'm like, "Uh, I'm sort of kind of. (laughs) <laughs> I would kind of just kind of you know like that yeah and 
Now I'm like, I'm a medium. This is what I do. A lot, and this is what I do. And they're like, oh. So I feel like that kind of rolled over into the way I handle things. So, you know, right now with, um, uh, you know, like with my family members, my kids will walk in and I'm literally like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm having a full conversation with my grandpa. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, my grandpa, I'm like, don't do that again. I'm like, stop. I'm like, oh my God, you and Cheech. And my daughter's like, who are you talking to? I'm like, Grandpa. I'm like, he's over my shoulder. He's sniffing the sauce. And she's like, what? And, I'm like, and I just have these random... I was with um, I was with my uh, boyfriend, and we had gone away. And we were... We went to... We go to, like, a lot of historical places. Mm-hmm. And um, we went to this that. one place. It was fun. So now he's used to me. But at first, he was like, who the hell are you talking to? He couldn't figure it out. Mm-hmm. So we walk in, and I'm like, I have to use the restroom. And it was, it was like this really old, like, hotel. It was it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. So I went in. It was a single person. It was like one of those, like, you know, like the parent bathroom. Yeah. Like the changing station and whatever. So I went in there, and there was a woman in spirit. Now, I say it like she was there. I'm like, right. there's a woman in there. Yeah. <laughs> she's sitting there, and she's going on and on about my dress. She's like, oh. I wasn't wearing a dress, by the way, but she acknowledged it as yeah. my dress, the way I was dressed, and my hair. And then she asked if I was, how did, oh, what was the word she used? She said, is he courting you? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so at first, I couldn't figure out what the hell she was talking about. Yeah. She's like, is he courting you? I'm like, courting me? And I'm, I'm not ma- I'm not connecting the dots. And I'm like, I, I, like, well, he's my boyfriend, you know? And she's like, oh, I love I love your hair. It's so beautiful. Or whatever. I'm like, well, thank you. You know, so I came out of the bathroom, and I'm like, what does she mean by courting? I'm like, the woman in there, I'm like, she can't. And I didn't, I failed to mention that she it was, was in spirit. <laughs> so I'm like, the woman in there was talking, and he's going, he's like, I, I, what do you mean courting? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, let's look this up. So I'm like, courting. And he's like, what does that mean? I'm like, I don't know. So we looked it up. I go, oh, that means like, preparing for marriage yeah. or whatever. He's like, well, that's such an odd word for her to say. <laughs> and I'm like, I was like, I don't know. I was like, this is what she said. I'm like, it just didn't make sense. He goes, but I didn't see anybody in there. It wasn't in a single bathroom. I'm like, it was a dead person. <laughs> you should like, know this. And it's just like so matter of fact, he's like, oh my God. He's like, I can't with you. He's like, oh, that's like, why. She's from the 1800s. <laughs> yeah, that's like the point. That's kind of how it is for me lately. I'm just like, I just... Well, like it's a person. Like it's a, like people. I yeah. just randomly so yeah. circle not to go off on a tangent, no, but no. circling back to what we were talking about, my family members. Now I just I just normally I would just talk to them telepathically. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now I just talk out loud. Uh-huh. I probably look like a crazy person. <laughs> That's probably so comforting matters. though to just be able to do that whenever yeah. you want. I just have a conversation yeah. with them and I'm like, What do you think of this, that? And they talk and then wow. we just, you know. That's so So cool. like if you like yeah. feel like seeing grandpa, you could just be like, Hey grandpa. Yeah, he's always around. <laughs> <laughs> he yells at me in the car. He's like, You need to slow down. <laughs> he calls it the oh shit handle. He's like, I, he's like, oh my god, that's, that's so hysterical. funny. Yeah. So, is communicating with animal spirit, because we know you're an animal communicator yeah. as well, the same as communicating with a human spirit? Or it's a, it's a little different, but even with animals, um, from my experiences, it's even the same way. Like, some, depending on their personality, sometimes mm-hmm. they come through almost like a human and then other times it's a little more puzzly so okay but i would say it's 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 a little different a little bit different okay are they showing you more like symbols or are you almost hearing them speaking english even though they don't both Both. okay wow it's both that's really cool that is really cool (laughs) yeah Yeah. 
So can you talk a little bit about spirit guides and the difference between them and guardian angels? So spirit guides, from what I understand and right. my own belief, um, spirit guides are sort of, um, you know, uh, how, would I, how can I say that? Designated or like they're given to us before we come. Okay. okay. So they're sort of like, okay, this is your spirit guide and they're going to kind of help you through life. And they're going to be that little voice in your mind, you know, when you say, ooh, I really want to go to the left. And they're going, no, no, we discussed this. You're going to right. And like, I really want to go left. It's almost like that angel devil sort of, right. you know, a picture that yeah. you think of, you know, it's sort of like that type of feel. But, um, so yeah, so they're, they're um, given to us from before we're come. And then angels are just angels. Mm-hmm. And they're just, you know, around us. And if you call on them. and okay. Our guardian angels them. more so like, can they be people that have passed, like loved ones? From my understanding, no. I okay. think an angel was always an angel. Okay. Or human. Okay. From, from what I right right your perspective on it, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Yeah. That's I didn't interesting. Know that. yeah. yeah, me either. But guides have been here before. Okay. Yeah. Guides have been here before. So they're more so like evolved so yeah yeah that are helping souls. you through. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. It's yeah. sort of like they went all the way through school. Mm-hmm. And now they're done with school, and they're your mentor. They're, yeah, yeah they, they like, cool. like you're my mentor. <laughs> <laughs> I tell everyone that, and I've said it on our yeah. podcast so many times. I'm like, Laura's my mentor. Oh my god, <laughs> we've mentioned you so many times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're probably your name probably comes up in every other episode. Yeah, <laughs> we're like our medium, Aww. Laura. Yeah. Aw, thank you. You're yeah, That's so sweet. Thank you. You're welcome. So, have you had any communication with a historical figure or a famous person that oh, has yeah. passed? Oh, Can you tell yeah. us some? That's oh, so cool. Who do I tell you? Uh, let's see. Well, I just explained how I go to a lot of historical places. Mm-hmm. So, with historical places, now I'm going to just make it, I'm just going to side note something. Okay. That in school, whether it was middle school, high school, I did not like history. Sorry to all if anyone is a history teacher <laughs> or history teacher. No offense. No offense. Like I'm sorry, but I just no. Mm-hmm. I cheated. I didn't want to be <laughs> wasn't interested. Um, so I really I mean I know basics, but I really I didn't Same. Yeah, I did not. I really it like wasn't your thing. It wasn't my thing. Yeah. So that said um, the, the, my, my boyfriend now, so I, he's the one that got me into doing all these historical things. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, he's like, let's go, you know, let's go here. Let's go there. Let's go to Washington. So right before the pandemic, um, he had said, or actually, it was, no, you know what? I'm taking credit. I actually, <laughs> it was my idea. I said to him, I was like, you know what? I'm like, I never went to Washington, D.C. Let's go. Literally the weekend before everything oh my was going wow. crazy. Wow. Yeah. So we had gone. We just booked a quick trip. So we went and, um, and you know, we went there. And then he's like, oh, he's like, maybe we could do Abraham, you know, Lincoln, the Lincoln's Cottage. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, let's go. So we get there. And we, we, we get inside, and sure enough, there's Lincoln. He's there <laughs> Oh, my God. And he's like, hi. And I'm like, hi. And I'm, of course, you know me. I'm, well, I, I just explained. I talk out loud. Yeah. So he's like, who are you? I'm like, Lincoln. He's right here. I'm like, and he's telling me that his slippers are in the room over there. And we had oh to my God. see them. And the thing was over there. And now we had a guide. So she was like talking generally like oh mm-hmm. in this room you know he signed the document and I was like did he also do this because this is what he was and she's like well yes and I was like, <laughs> I was like see the guy's like, like what the hell she's like, like, I was like, tell her she's like we didn't get to that and then I'm like so people are like getting annoyed like 
shut up, you're ruining the <laughs> You did too much research, like, yeah. Yeah, like, meanwhile, I'm like, no, I got Lincoln right here. He's telling me everything. So From the now he starts, like, taking me around the house and around, you know, as we're going, he's like, you know, like, he was like my little personal, Aww. like, guy through the house. That's like, so he was a special tour guy. <laughs> he, I love him. Aww. He was, like, the coolest he was so cool. Aww. I just I enjoyed his his you know presence. Yeah. He was actually telling me, and this is interesting. I wasn't able to validate it, so I don't know if somebody else maybe can. I didn't really look too much into it. Mm-hmm. But he was actually telling me that he had premonitory dreams too, and that wow. he was psychic. He was telling me. Wow, that. that's yeah. probably, that's probably why you liked him so much. Yeah, yeah. we just clicked. Aww. And he's telling me he's like, yeah, he goes, I used to feel things and sense things, and wow. he said I was a lot like you, and he was like telling me all this stuff, and I was like, oh my wow. god, like that's I so like, cool. Yeah, we, were, we left. We were like, he seems we like he would have yeah. been like such like a gentle soul. He was. He was. He was a good man, a very very good man. I really I loved his energy. Aww. He loved um, the country. He loved um, the soldiers. He would cry for them. I felt oh his sadness. Gosh. You know, he, I just, he's a good soul. He was a good man. Yeah. Good soul. Really good person. Just loved people. That's Aww. so loved cool people. to just like hear that perspective. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> loved people. He wow. genuinely did it because he just wanted to help people. He, wow. he had a good heart. Yeah. He had a really, really good heart. Um, so okay, new him. favorite president. <laughs> he was awesome. Then I have the I inside had, scoop. I don't remember which one it was. I think it was Andrew Jackson. I don't remember who it was. Now, I, I can't remember. I'm making it up. I think it was Andrew Jackson. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But we went to another... We went somewhere else. And we were in, like, this giant room. And there was all artifacts there. And as we're walking out, I heard someone go, Bye, Laura. And I was like, who the heck... Someone's stuttering. Yeah. So I look and I think it was Andrew Jackson. I uh-huh. think. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> I think it was him. I, was it Thomas Jefferson? It was one of them. It was either one. I can't remember which one. But I look and I was like, oh my God. And I was like, he stutters. And my, my boyfriend's like, who the heck? Like, what? what is he, I, must try, I must hit drive him crazy. <laughs> and he looks, he's like, who stutters? I'm like, him. And I think it was Thomas. I think it was, or it was, I think it was Thomas Jefferson, maybe. I don't or in whatever, but whoever it was, I yeah. was like, it's him. I'm like, he just said, but bye, bye, Laura, and he's like, okay, Laura. And then I remember <laughs> after that, I said it to somebody else, and they ended up looking it up, and they were like, oh my god, he had, he a, had stutter. a stutter. Wow. Yeah. So oh my god. Yeah. <gasps> Which um, president had a stutter? Yes, no. <laughs> I did. Who else did I meet? I met. Oh my gosh, I met. Oh, I, I think I. I don't even. I met so many deceased people marilyn monroe oh, um and oh a really cool one was um biggie smalls really oh, cool yeah he was like he wanted me to help doing to, he wanted me to help him do an album or something <laughs> and he's like i'll give you the beats i'm like give give who beats <laughs> i'm like you want to give me beats and he's like i'll give you the beats he's like and, you, and he goes the album's gonna be titled um something from the grave and i'm like no <laughs> I'm like, oh, wait, I love the, the title, rapper. though. I'm like, the rap. I'm like, no. You're like, and this is like, what's going to happen. Everybody did showing me, like, this, that, that equalizer thing. I don't even know what any of that is. Oh like, one has to go up and down and then this and then that. And I was like. Honestly, it was a genius name, though, from yeah. the grave. Laura <laughs> featuring Biggie yeah. Smalls from the grave. <laughs> I swear to God, that was the name of it. And he wanted me to do this. I'm like, how the hell? Listen, and that's how it works. It's like, spiritual <laughs> on your path. And I'm like, you want me to give somebody, like, I'm calling up 
Someone in California, yeah, by the way, is a music producer. Are you a music, are you a musician? No, I can't even carry it. I can't even sing carry it. I don't even know what it's called. I have no idea what any of this crap is. I have no idea. I just have a message for you, and it's called this and that. Oh, my God. That is hysterical. That was him. That's so funny. I connected with just, you know, Michael Jackson. um, Wow. I love that. What did he say? (laughs) He said, Um, ooh, ah. I, I don't remember what he said. It was just like general, yeah. general stuff. Aww. Oh, you know who I connected with the one time? I actually, oh, I can't, oh, I can't, I don't know if I can say that, but there was a reason. I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah, okay. Okay. If you know what I mean. Uh-huh. I'm not going to say it. Okay. Yeah. But there was a reason I connected with her, Joan Rivers. Wow. Okay. There was a reason I connected with her. Yeah. I'm like winking. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know, but I connected with her and she was like giving me all these different but wow. she was so funny. Was cool. Yeah, she was funny. Yeah. She was really funny. <laughs> I actually, during the reading, I was like, I was like, this woman looks just like Joan Rivers. I'm like, she sounds like her. And then the person was like, that's because she is. And I'm oh like, my oh. God. Oh. I'm like, oh. I didn't know. You're like, wow, hey. <laughs> we randomly do historical cases on our podcast because yeah. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. And um, what was our other historical figure? We did Rescue We did Rescue In. Yeah. Who the heck is that? <laughs> he was actually... I didn't know about him either he, until we did it. Who he was actually supposed to be prophetic. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people didn't know if it was all like a scam type of thing. Yeah. And if he was benefiting from that or if yeah. he was legit. Yeah. So we did a oh, whole wow. thing on him. He w- he worked cool. with like the Russian czars and oh, Tsarina. Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. back in the cool. day. Yeah, we did that one a while ago. That was cool though. Yeah, it was a he different one. basically helped bring down the empire. <laughs> yep. Well, ruin the empire. But oh, people really? don't know if it. He kind of like prophesized it happening, and there's like a whole thing with that. Really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. All, All right. right. So next question here. How do you know during a reading if a person has crossed over or have they have not crossed yet? Do mm. you know that? Sometimes I have trouble. Sometimes yeah. I have a hard time with that. For the most part, you know, they'll tell me. They'll mm-hmm. be like, I crossed. And then sometimes it's, you know, yeah. it's a little hard to decipher. Yeah. 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 It takes me a little bit. And then I'm like, oh, wait, no, they're on the other side. Right. So. Yeah. And there are some people you've... you've don't, you're not sure it was like flip floppy because the one yeah, woman we talked about the one yeah. day we were both kind of like that where we were like one yeah. second it was like no I think yeah, she crossed and then yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. kind of goes back and forth yeah because yeah. you mentioned too the woman who was in the coma mm-hmm. so obviously you were able to visually see that yeah she hadn't passed but yeah. that has to be hard deciphering especially like between the two when when someone first passes. Is there like a weird borderline with, with that too? If it's only been like a couple for weeks me, or a day? Yeah, usually, yeah, for me, there is a little bit. And okay. that's where I find that I have a little bit of a conflict if they're mm-hmm. here or there. Okay. So it's, and that's why I'll usually say to people that this just happened and they'll be like, yeah, yeah. Like, that's yeah. why. Makes sense. So it's like maybe they're still transitioning or whatever that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you yeah. also mentioned in your readings that you can receive messages from people who are still here, yeah. right? You, like, yeah. just pick up I on... communicate, yeah, with yeah. the guides, and I get information for them, too. Yeah. So well. that could be a little... It's a little confusing sometimes. That sounds yeah. confusing. But I yeah, I know. Everything's, you know, it's, it's interpretation and, mm-hmm. you know... Right. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so... We were in a group reading with you mm-hmm. at one point where you said something from spirit, from a family 
in another and you spoke in another language does this happen frequently and when it happens do you understand what you're saying or are you just speaking verbatim oh i love this <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is what I usually tell people. I'm literally speaking verbatim. I'm like, I barely speak English. <laughs> so I have no idea what they're saying. Depending on, you know, I understand a few things like Italian, a few things Spanish, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. a couple little keywords. Like yesterday I had someone, that hit, ironically it was someone yesterday, they were speaking Italian. Wow. So I knew like butterfly in Italian. I'm like, oh, I know a word. <laughs> you know, but I've had everything from... I. I you know, Chinese and uh, Russian and I, you know, and I just repeat and it's, it's uh, not as beautiful as the language is the way I'm saying it. And I always apologize, but they understand what I mean and what wow. I'm saying. Yeah. And, and, you get the and then I'm like, words. what did I say? You're like, oh my God, that was like, a real word. <laughs> you know, he has the red shoe. And I was like, that, that's what I said. I like, Can you translate? <laughs> I have no idea. But wow. yeah, I just, I repeat whatever I hear verbatim, basically. That's, that's so really incredible. Cool. Like yeah. I remember from that. That's something that has always stood out to me yeah. in that group reading where you were just speaking in this other language. and You're like, were, I don't like, know what cry- I'm saying. Yeah, they but... were crying and they were like, oh my God, that was a phrase he used like all the time. And you were yeah. like, I have no idea what I'm I like, just what said. does it mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah. yeah. So referring to that same group reading actually, and we had mentioned, I don't know if we mentioned it already yet, but you say after readings you usually don't remember things yeah. and it kind of just escapes you it's in the moment and then it's gone yeah um but in that same group reading we were just talking about you um actually had somebody there that was a flight attendant and they had come in contact earlier that day with the pilot that flew on flight 93 mm-hmm. and they you know they'd pa- they'd cross paths at some point in the morning riding a train in together it was like a shuttle was, or a something shuttle. yeah yeah and you gave a message to that person that was there for the pilot that passed away's wife do you remember that at all or um that i do remember yes yeah. Because it was just so intense. The entire room was completely silent. And you were talking about, like, what was going on in the cockpit and during the flight. Like, his whole experience during during 9-11. Yeah. Yeah, see, certain details I don't remember. Mm -hmm. I remember the general idea of it. But I don't remember details. So, like, when you guys are telling me that part, Mm -hmm. I don't remember Mm -hmm. that part. Yeah. Um, But I remember the basic gist of that. Yeah. Yeah. That was, like, one of the most eye-opening things to me. I was like, oh, my God. Well, because you had also said, oh, he wants you to give a message to his wife. And the woman was like, I don't know his wife. Like, we met in passing that morning Mm -hmm. or whatever. And then later on in the reading, all of a sudden, she was like, and I have the chills talking about it. She was like, oh, my God. And you were like, what? And she's like, I'm going to a conference next week that his wife is speaking at. Yeah. Oh. So that's how she was coming in contact that was with his wife. Yeah. yeah. That was insane. Yeah. We were like, everyone, I swear, everyone's jaws dropped at that point. We were like... Yeah. Like, so playing off of what Kelsey just mentioned with all of that, yeah. how does spirit know that there will be a person there to receive message that they can then relay to their loved ones like that's that's what i like to say or that's what i like to call the bird's eye view mm-hmm. so they know what's going to happen okay. they know they they and i always give this analogy because i feel like it really paints a really nice picture think of it as like a stadium right so you're high up on the bleachers and you can see the whole whether it's a football field or baseball you see everything so that's the view that they have 
Mm-hmm. So they see like what's coming and, and everything. The people that are on the ground don't see everything. Yeah. Right. Happening. You know, they may have, you know, you know, a wall here and they have people here. Like there's a lot of distractions or whatever and they mm-hmm. just don't have that full picture. So that's basically what spirit has. So they know that you're going to cross paths with. Wow. And, and even with them too, though, they help align. They, they, they pull all that together. Mm-hmm. They right. help kind of put them on your path so they do receive the message wow that's why i always tell people you know whenever i give a reading i always say you know think outside the box as well there's sometimes there's messages that come in for other people right people that you wouldn't even think that you know the message that you would even like i don't i don't talk to that person we're you know yeah and they me. need that message yeah. for some yeah. reason yeah it's a pay it forward moment that's yeah. what i usually tell people wow and they know that you're yeah. going to be there to like relay it yep. yeah and wow yep do you have like an idea of how far in advance they know this information like can they be like for example like kelsey let's pretend you weren't even thinking of going to a reading with laura Mm -hmm. and then two weeks beforehand all of a sudden you're like you know what i'm gonna jump into that like would they know that far in advance oh yeah they know yeah well there's no sense of time on the other side okay so Mm -hmm. it's like yeah they just know they know wow i you know i have a really good example I had, um, I can't say the, 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 uh, the case that I worked on, I'm just going to generalize it mm-hmm. and just explain the process before, you know, it came to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there was a case that was, you know, very well known in, in the, you know, on TV and in the media and whatever. And somebody had called me and it had just happened literally maybe the day before mm-hmm. somebody had called me up and they know that I'm a criminal psychic and they were like, did you see so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I didn't see. They're like, and I don't really like to know a lot of information. Because yeah. It's sort of like, I like to sequester myself. I want to get the information. I want it to be pure. Right. Like, coming from me. And then I validate it later. Only right. because I want to make sure it's coming from me and not what I heard. Like it's mm-hmm. not like skewing your own. Well, because yeah. it'll interfere with what I'm getting. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure. So I was like, well, don't tell me anything. Just send me a picture of the person and that's it. Let mm-hmm. me just see what I get. Yeah. So they did, and I was just getting, I mean, a flood of information. Wow. I mean, I was like, oh, my gosh, I need to get this information to, you know, the authorities, to the people that need this. And wow. I didn't know how to go about it. Mm-hmm. So um, I tried reaching out a couple times to a couple different people and to no avail. Like, nothing really came out of it. And it was like a day or two later, and I'm like, you know what? If the universe, if I'm supposed to be working on this case, I'm going to work on it. Mm-hmm. It'll come to me. So the next day, um, I was talking with one of my friends who also is uh, psychic, mm-hmm. and I was just chit-chatting with her. And she's like, listen, I can't talk long. She's like, I have a client coming in at 11. She's like, and I'm like, listen, I'm like, did you hear about the blah, 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 blah case? And... You know, and I'm getting this, and I'm getting that, and I was getting this, and I'm like, and I don't know what to do with it. And she's like, well, she goes, just wait and see. Just keep, you know, messaging and seeing if someone answers. Just try to give you the, you know, I wanted to give them the information I had. That's Mm -hmm. all I wanted to do. Right. So she's like, you know, just do what the, you know, do whatever you can. And I'm like, I know, I wish, you know, I wish that I, you know, could get it to them. And that was kind of how I left it off. So I heard her doorbell ring, and she's like, my doorbell rang. This is my client. I have to go. I was like, okay. So I hung up the phone. So she calls me back about two hours later. She's like, oh, my God, Laura. And I said, what? She goes, I had my client. We were sitting down. We were talking. She goes, and I was, you know, just kind of just, you know, small talk with her. Like, oh, you know, nice to meet you, whatever. And she she said, I don't know what it was. She goes, but I just happened to bring Bring up our conversation for some reason. 
She goes, it's the cousin of the victim. <gasps> oh, and I'm my like, God. What? She goes, the, the and she said, the, whom, I, I, I don't want to say, but she right. said, they're calling you. The people are going to call you. She goes, you'll be getting a phone call in an hour. Oh, my God. And that was your connection. And that <sighs> was my connection. Wow. wow. Just like that. So you see how spirit works? All connect. Yeah. So I kind of left it to the universe. And I said, well, if it's meant to wow. be, right. it'll be. And that was my connection. And then that was my segue. That was my, wow. that was how I got the information there. And then I worked on it. And that's how everything kind of pulled together. That's incredible. Oh, I don't know. Oh yeah, that is incredible. And it, was a, it was a very, very, uh, you know, it was a well-known case. And, I mean, like, the chances, I mean, there was, they were getting so many people calling in with mm-hmm. tips right. and this and that. I mean, I, right. I was just like, well, you know This what? is what I have. But that was what happened. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That, I mean, that's great, connection. too, that it was a family member because then you're, yeah. like, direct to the source, whereas... Yeah. We've talked about this in cases we've covered before, too, where sometimes there's so much information coming in that they have to weed out that they miss important things because they're like, oh, it's just another whatever, you know? Yeah. Oh, it's just another person calling, getting involved. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Just, yeah. But then really, like, something's coming in that's legit important. and important, yeah. and then sometimes well, it slips through do. the cracks. They look, for, they look for little key things Yeah. only... They the would police, know. The, the, yeah. They would know the coroner, whomever. Yeah. You know, yeah. Graphic, but they, yeah. They, they only they would know. So yeah. there's little things that perk their ears that, like, okay, so this chick knows something. Right. Like, right. how did you know that? Like, this wasn't you know in the paper, yeah. this wasn't yeah. in the media, and they knew mm-hmm. it. And that's what you get. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we have one last question before we kind of move things to a different um, section. Yeah. Uh, is it, okay? Sorry. If someone has passed at the age of like 60, 70, or they're older, um, and we show a picture to you because you do go off pictures. Yeah. Um, and they're at you know their age of seventy, whatever, in the picture, and they show themselves as you know young and thirty. How can you tell that you're talking to the right person? Because they come to me. At, at the way that they looked when they passed. Okay. okay. So they come to me, and it's a, it's a knowing. I just know that they're going to be in their 30s. Or okay. Sometimes that's one of the validations. Maybe they had a joke with their appearances, and they're like, hey, by the way, wink, wink, I'm mm-hmm. young again. Or, you know, so that's kind of how that works. Cool. So, Can you kind yeah. of explain to our listeners, because they might not know what we're talking about, yeah. mm-hmm. why someone might show themselves in their 30s, like what we mean by that? So um, everybody, when you pass... And, you know, if it, if it was somebody older or whatever, even at that age, you, you're, it's sort of like that's the age that you remain. Right. Mm-hmm. It's in the 30s. So even if you pass away in your 30s, it doesn't air. Somebody that passes away, you know, a little bit younger, they'll be in their 30s. Thir- it's just like their 30s. I, I like just, prime. For whatever reason, yeah. I don't understand Like their prime age. Myself, yeah. I, this is just what, I'm, what I see and this is my experiences. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they... they they come back at that at that age basically. Okay, but not children. Children, um, no. The only time that they'll ever age themselves, as as far as um, you know, showing themselves older, like they'll show them as a child, but then mm-hmm. they progress, age progress themselves. Mm-hmm. That's to show how many years it's been since they passed. Oh, oh that's wow. interesting. Wow, yeah, that's kind of my visual. So they'll age progress them. So they'll come back. They'll be like, okay, I would have been forty-five or wow. something. Wow. Like age progress, and I'm like, oh, it's been you that's know thirty-six many years. years yeah. Whatever. That's kind of wow. Happened. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good visual for you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 
Sorry to leave you hanging. But that was the end of part one of two. Don't hate us. <laughs> we decided that we this was a good place to kind of break um, with this conversation with Laura because now we are going to transition in the next part to the more criminal, psychic side of things. Yeah, and that was an episode all in itself, and you'll see why next week. Don't you worry, it's a full episode. And this is a full cliffhanger. Yes. Bye! Sorry! (laughs) Love you guys. Bye. Bye. regarding this case and our resources follow us at crime cults and coffee on instagram and facebook